0: A podcast that's flyer. You are now tuned in to direct misfire. Benson, you and selek. tell everyone to tune in. Let's roll the dice. Let me show you what we do in a fantasy war game. Play it smart and you win. What you know about the crystal pen and of retribution? Hero, hero, giants and knights galore. It's an adventure. This is Kings of War. Let's go.
1: G'day champs and welcome once again to another Direct Misfire Missive. I am your host Benson and joining me today as always is Selick. Hey hey. As well as Andrew. Hello. As we briefly cover the new Northern Alliance updates, chat about the US Masters winning army list and reminisce over our attendance for the tournament that we've all just attended, Convict 23. So pull up a seat, grab a drink and let's get into it. Alright gents, things are happening armies are getting updated we're all complaining about night stories time to complain about northern alliance and then we'll see uh, an army list that just forgets about all those things and does their own thing
2: that is exactly right and uh this is a bit of a warning for all of our listeners uh if you were one of those people that were a little bit scared about new rules poking into the game just turn this off this is going to be a nightmare
0: we have got some <laughs> bad news for you
2: yeah big big bad news
0: Luckily, I don't think any of us three were, so we are excited to go over them. (laughs) Now, I haven't gone
1: over the Northern Alliance updates at all. I just know they get birds and something else happens, but I can't quite remember what it is. So what what are we looking at here?
2: All right, so I'm going to take you through it all, and I guess I'll just pull out all of your thoughts. So I've, I've sort of collated it all mm-hmm. and yeah i think because there is a lot of changes after i started going through them uh we'll try and just push through them as quick as possible mm-hmm. but very interested for all of your thoughts without any hesitation here uh northern alliance the changes so this is the northern alliance 2023 okay first update is that huskals are gone they just don't exist
1: right Right, no more huskels. That's it. Are they being replaced with anything?
2: We'll get there. We'll get there. But that's the first one. <laughs> right. Jumping
1: the gun, sure.
2: So uh, there, just went for the shock factor right at the start. The next one is something that people have been talking about a little bit, particularly at our last tournament, and that's the Dwarf Clan Warriors. So they're getting a special rule uh, that's coming in called Ordered March. So this gives them effectively nimble, but only when they're moving at the double so this is an up to ninety degree pivot for these little small legged dwarfs anywhere during their at the double move.
0: Mm, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's very strong, very strong move. Yeah, I think it gives them some good mobility without just being nimble, which would probably be too good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like this change. Definitely on board.
2: Yeah, and like the the connection that everyone's drawing is if this is dwarf
0: clan warriors, is it going to be cascaded across all dwarves? Oh, you'd think so. That's yeah. mm, I don't know. We we don't have any inside information, but surely no. they would. <laughs> no, yeah. but then
1: it makes it all sort of the same. Like I would rather Imperial dwarves not have that. But then, ordered march, you'd think they'd be really good at it. So the free dwarves wouldn't.
0: Mm. Maybe there'll be variations on it between the lists. Some some get it, some don't, and I don't know what else they could yeah. do with it, but. Could be a fun space. And
1: then you've got that balancing act of trying to make sure you don't have too many flip flopping rules. Like, all That's the true. Dwarves are sort of different. I don't know. Yeah. We'll
0: see. That's it. Yeah. And
2: the other thing there, they get this for freezies. So they don't even pay
0: mm, for it. Nice. So mm.
2: the other unit that gets another thing for free is the Elf Clan Warriors. So these guys get uh, vicious on their range attacks when that unit is frozen. And they get that for free. So Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Like we're, we're going to see, particularly through all of these changes, a lot of Frozen theme. Uh, so I think Mantic and the Rules uh, Committee, they've really gone for this Frozen theme that you're going to see, mm. which which obviously with the Northern Lights should happen.
1: And I know it's a small thing, but I do like how they've changed it from clansmen to just clan warriors. Yeah. Mm. Less yep. uh, gender specific.
2: Oh, there you go so woke uh, half <laughs> <deadly> elf, included. <laughs> half elf berserkers uh so the only real change with these guys is that they now can get an upgrade to or upgrade a regiment into talanar's house guard for 20 points if they do do that upgrade they bump up to uh, five attacks uh, and bump up one nerve to be uh, fearless 18 so a pretty tasty sort of change so that's 25 attacks um, for these guys, 180
1: planets. That's 200 points for that.
2: Yeah, Oof. so it's it's a very expensive unit, but we'll sort of. There's a couple of character changes down at the very end of this list um, that make this sort of unit very very tasty if you mm. sort of give it some love. Okay. Uh, the next one is human tribesmen. So these guys, whatever you know about human tribesmen, just throw it out, just chuck it. We're going to put that in the blender because now they hit on threes. They've got more nerve. Uh, they've got more defense uh, and more points. So they get access to two new upgrades. The upgrade, well, the first upgrade is they can upgrade a regiment to be Hearth Guard. And this is where they get plus eight attacks. They get Fury. They get CS2 and 1517 for 75 points. Very similar to how a
1: Huskarl used to look. So that that's actually pronounced Hearthguard. Hearthguard. Hearth Guard? Hearth Guard. Hearth Not earth, Hearth. Hearth. <laughs> Hearth english with benson
2: <laughs> it's actually you're wrong uh, that's just what this is called now uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway they also get access to a new rule sorry everyone uh tundra fighters you're going to hear this a lot but effectively this is a vicious when they're fighting a frozen target in melee okay so it's very similar to the one that you've just heard with the elf clan warriors just uh-huh. The melee version of it. Okay. Um, so effectively, you've got this more choppy elite unit now. You're paying more points for it, but they're sturdier, more nerve, more reliable with their hits, and they can be upgraded into that sort of huscal type unit.
0: Mm-hmm. And the huscales were heavy infantry, whereas human yeah, tribesmen are base. that's right normal infantry. So that's right. Why have they Why have they decided to? It's a strange upgrade from from weird sitting, yeah Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem an elegant solution to whatever problem they they seem to have but it's not bad
1: maybe oh i mean they're not irregular, so you can spam as much as you want so i think weren't irregular either
2: yeah i think this is just putting it all on a one profile uh so i think when they get that uh upgrade in the regiment they do become heavy infantry like they were before
0: yeah yep
2: yeah so You've got one that's just a normal infantry, and then when you upgrade this one regiment, it goes into heavy. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's just trying to match one profile and then get that just as a series of upgrades. All right. Mm, Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Ice (laughs) Niaads. They're little fishy boys. Uh, So these guys here, the stats stay exactly the same, but they do get, once again, another special rule, Icy Blood, which is effectively Life Leech 2. Notice oh, I said leech life okay. Life leech um, But once only against uh, frozen targets yep. And they also get access to the tundra fighter special rule So that's the vicious against frozen in combat uh-huh. And for the first time They also get access to spears For a, a couple of extra points there as well So and you can have these And snare spears. and spears these, And life leech too Like That is Oof. tasty uh, for a, an anvil there Interested mm. to see how people are going to use it If they're going to use it But yeah Could-
0: there's still defense 4 so there's yeah. mm. you know a lot of the times when you've got those layers of defense you are sitting on defense 3 or something but mm. yeah these they're going to be hard to shift
2: Yeah, definitely hard to shift. Uh, Pack Hunters are next on the chopping block here. And by chopping block, I mean buff block. Uh, Stats and special rules... Oh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, Stats and special rules stay exactly the same. But they've thrown out those Goblin short bows, sorry, Benson. And they've upgraded to adult human bows to get 24-inch range. So these guys still can upgrade... In inverted commas there and i know you hate that as well uh into javelins but like i mean you're probably not going to do that uh and they also get access to that tundra fighter special rule upgrade mm. tasty this unit is good now because of that 24 inch range they've still got stealthy like they've they're actually quite handy i think they're now. still
1: range four like who cares about the steady aim
0: like range four with longer range yeah mm. Yeah, when you do get close there's still Thunderous Charge hitting on fours they're not yeah. not too they bad a little bit harder mm. yeah.
2: yeah I like so, them yeah. especially sticking and, in the forest or whatever mm. yeah with Pathfinder like I think they've got a lot more viability and yeah you still got to look after them with that yeah. low defense it's only 135 sort of points curve. for a regiment I mean it's yeah. that's it's fantastic or, that's really good yeah. 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 yeah they look good so I reckon we'll start to see a lot more pack hunters mm. and I'm not actually happy about this next one Ice Elementals So, I'm going to just caveat this. For free, say that again, for free, Ice Elementals get, yes, a special rule called Chilling Presence, which is all enemies within six at the end of the movement turn, I think it is, gain the Frozen special rule. Okay. And they're... Their shooty ice shard attack that was uh, nerfed to be a shooting attack and then it reduced its range down to 10 is back up to 12 and they don't lose that special rule that still gets, I think it's called frostbite. Right. And whatever they shoot, they also get frozen. Yeah. Mm. So this is all for free. That's pretty good. <laughs> when you combine it with all of those other special rules that are getting vicious again, Everything's getting frozen. Everything's frozen. Everything's
0: getting vicious, I
2: think. At this point,
1: yum. Yep. Mm, that that twelve inches is stupid.
0: yes yeah, it's, it's yeah. Interesting. It's you know in the movement phase, so you can't surge them to to get further with your frozen six inch aura. But it's still pretty good. Mm. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be a nasty one. Um, I still can't see those being taken in smaller units that much because you're definitely gonna focus fire on these guys. But yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Tundra Wolves are next on the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Pathfinder for free. Just those Tundra Wolves, Pathfinder. Boom. Yeah, that's happens. It's pretty big for that sort of unit with their sort of mid-low defense and their low nerve. So hiding in trees now issue. while remaining as a threat is like green ticks for those guys. So hopefully we'll see some Tundra Wolves uh, in the future. I actually quite like the unit, but uh, yep. they were hard to take because of that Pathfinder. Frost, Fang, Cav saw a lot of these guys at the start. Uh, These big boys got a five points uh, cheaper in the regiment, 10 points cheaper in the horde. They keep all of their stats, all of their special rules, uh, but they do get access to the Tundra Fighter option now to upgrade them for a couple of points.
1: So basically bringing them back to their original points.
2: Yeah, bring it, yes. Uh, So it will bring them back to the original points, but give them that sort of vicious uh, against frozen targets. Uh, No loss there, Mm I know. Well, no loss, no loss for uh, (laughs) them, but uh, for everyone else. All right, Um, the first you you did mention uh, Big Fly Boys, uh, so the Frost Claw Riders. Okay. So this is the the new kids on the block. Everyone's talking about them. Uh, Mantic's got a kit that looks fantastic with these guys. Speed 10, melee 3, defense 4, they come in regiments and hordes with 9 and 18 attacks. Pretty standard for that sort of unit. The nerve is on that lower side, so the, the medium sort of flying cav, which is 11-13 for the reg and 14-16 for the horde.
1: The kind of nerve that makes you sort of sweat when you're building your army list.
2: Yeah, that? exactly right. So yeah. uh, from a points perspective, 135 and 240. Bam. It comes with a suite of special rules. Fly, Fury, Nimble, Thunderous Charge 2, Notice No Crushing, so just Thunder mm. 2. And <laughs> Ice Runes. What's Ice Runes, I hear you say? What's ice runes? Uh, It is effectively, if they hurt you in combat, you are now frozen. Okay. Bum, bum, uh, so this one here is, you get these guys in that regiment, charge it in, roll these attacks first. Now they're frozen, everyone gets uh, vicious. Sure. Uh, they do get access to a shooting attack
1: called mm-hmm. Ice
2: Bombs, which is 18-inch ranged, so they get the ranged four attack at this point. The regiment gets six attacks. The horde gets 12. Piercing one with steady aim for 10 and 15 points, respectively.
1: You're not bad. They're yeah. so expensive already. Mm. I don't know.
2: I reckon these guys in the reg is the way to go, and I reckon you'll be able to build up quite a good threat for but these guys. But they're
1: defense four. Like, a couple of lightning bolts, and they're gone.
2: Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> I just think this list across the board has so much threat. So it's going to be hard to prioritize certain units. I, I agree with you. I'm going to try and prioritize these claws, but that means something else is getting through if you're targeting them with the lightning bolts. But mm. Mm. And not everyone has access to lightning bolts. Just saying. Don't they? Nah, they should. Boomstick. <laughs> uh, all right. Frostclaws done. What are your thoughts, Andrew?
0: Yeah, they're a good unit because they're making me think. I don't think I want to just take six hordes of them and call it an army nope. uh, because, like you say, they're pretty fragile, a lot of points, but Northern Alliance were really hurting for some speed and these guys fit that bill perfectly, I think. These, this will be a unit that the good players play really well and the bad players don't. <laughs> yeah, that that find that is
2: it- such an engineer's comment. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if I roll well and play well and beat my opponent, I will win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I tend to agree It's going to be one of those ones that people learn And they'll compliment uh, the army Quite well after probably about six months time People will figure it
0: out Yeah like Frostfang Cav are Very straightforward, apply to the face You know, mm-hmm. these are the exact opposite And the reason Frostfang Cav Probably weren't being taken that often Was perhaps they were a few Too many points but you, you knew What was going to happen, there wasn't, weren't too many tricksy plays you could, you could make with them Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I felt when I played Frost Van Cav anyway. Yeah mm. So they come
2: in at height 4 as well So okay. they will be able to hide Ooh. behind Frostfang Cav So that that's going to be pretty handy to get them into those charges uh, The combo wombo charges Wombo combo uh, To get that frozen stat
0: mm, But it means they can't hide behind much else Frostfang Cav are probably the other thing that you want to be shooting at Well Maybe not Yeah. It's, nah. Maybe not, yeah See, they're a good unit. We're, we, we're thinking about them. They're all right. <laughs> uh, I, th- I
2: think we'll see a lot of them because they're vast, And I, I think, think it's... because
1: they're new and they're, they're, sort of, they're kind of pretty, but mm-hmm. I don't think they'll last very long. People go, oh, they just die. But yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see, I guess, over the next yeah. uh, six months or so.
0: We will. I'm keen to see them because they're dwarves surfing ravens so it's pretty, mad. Soldiers, yeah. pretty it's mad pretty mad models yeah
2: how do ravens go in the snow don't know they fly
1: don't know. flying above it <laughs> so are there any other changes oh, The army,
2: mate i'm about halfway through oh uh, cavern dwellers and Hrim, the big uh, special giant they get uh chilling presents so that's that six inch everything Frazy close weapons. to me is frozen they get that mm-hmm. for free throw away the the checkbook there Not Mm. needed for these uh, Cavern Dwellers in Rim. But the Frost Giant gets Chilling Presence for a whopping five points.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sure. I'm alright
2: with that. Alright, so Ice Blade, Lord Thane, and Thane on a Frost Fang. They all get Tundra Fighter Special Rule for free. Straight up. Okay. We get the Ice Queen, who's next up on the characters. So they drop right down to a Goblin price of 55 points.
1: Mm, Not quite almost well, not almost they
2: downgrade uh that very inspiring just back to inspiring i had no idea why she Good. was very inspiring in the first place but uh that, that's just what it was uh they also and how they dropped in price is because they didn't auto include icy breath so you can still choose it for like 30 points or something i think it is 30 bucks Yep, 30 bucks but yeah it's not auto included i think that's going to really free up a lot of people's flexibility just keeping the ice queen at the back line mm. uh, just for the bane chants and lizards, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's an absolute bargain price for an inspiring bane chanter that has a potential for seven turns of functionality for a bargain price. Mm. Yep.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Seems fine.
2: If you like bargains though, bargain. Scold. Scold is your person for a bargain. So for free, I'll repeat this again for free 55 points they get an aura of ordered march. Oh, geez. So this is going to give
1: everyone
2: within six inches that is an infantry. So inf- Infantry
0: only, okay. This is a busted yep. unit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this is why you'd probably want to shoot this first. Um, but yeah, it's going to give everyone ordered march. So that means all of those elves that we were talking about can all move 12 and pivot at the start. And the house
1: girls, not house girls? Or are they heavy infantry and not They're actually heavy. infantry? They're heavy infantry, yeah. So right. Uh,
2: the other thing that this gets uh, that not many people have picked up is that they go from inspiring to very inspiring for 55 points. Yeah, that's points. ridiculous. Scaldy is auto include for me if you're yep. running any sort of uh, infantry.
0: I'd say it's so. Just,
1: yep. Super inspiring and everyone's nimble now for 55 bucks.
2: Yeah. So nimble in a double move, so they don't get obviously the nimble charge. Yeah,
1: but that you. like first chart first turn you're nibbling second turn maybe you're nibbling and then Mm. third turn it doesn't matter you're in combat
2: yeah they're gonna be masters of the like first turn aren't they just Mm -hmm, even if they lose that first turn they're gonna have the flexibility to get where they want and still get the angles so
1: i wonder how much it's gonna matter though like you can't put it on too many units because having all these dudes sort of Mm. marching and then doing a pivot if in the center it's who cares yep so it'd have to be on the outside but even then you'd have to have your uh, it's got to be the elf ones you have to speed six fellas to make it worth it
2: mm. very handy turn six seven as well trying to get those uh tokens mm. and whatnot mm. anywho so that's scaldi uh so we'll mm-hmm. march on to or we'll move at the double to frost and Claw champion and pivot uh speed 10 fly mellow three range three defense four it's got five attacks 11 13 so pretty fragile still for 135 points
1: so this, this is Captain Birdseye, yeah. Captain
2: Birdseye. Uh, yeah. He flies, he's got Fury, Inspires, he's got Nimble, uh, Thunder 2, and Ice Runes as well. Yep. But the only thing that's different is he doesn't pay for his ranged attack. So he gets three attacks uh, with Steady Aim, PS1, 18 inches. So pretty handy. Thick chuff. Yeah, he's going to be annoying, and he's yeah. one that you'll want a lightning bolt. Yeah, defense <laughs> for range four. 3.
1: Range 3 is great. Not many have <laughs> range 3. So.
0: Range 3! yeah.
2: Three. yeah. Yeah. He's better than better than an elf ranger.
1: He's a dwarf, of course he is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why, why don't the other dwarfs hit good? Even the engineer's rubbish. All right, uh, Lord Lord on Frostfang, uh, he just just loses ten points, I think. Uh, he I also think he lost an attack. Right. One yeah. one attack, yeah, yeah, um, and he gets the Tundra Fighter, but he can also mm. just buy the cat thing and get that extra attack back. So whatever,
0: <laughs> mm. yep, <laughs> um, <laughs> probably reasonable. These these okay. guys were busted; they were so good. I, yeah, I think okay. it's a yeah, good change. They're, they're great, still are great. Yeah, even yeah. with the, the Lord
2: on Chimera, Chimera uh, against. <laughs> Gets a reduction of 10 points, but they also get access to the Tundra Fighter special rule, which is all good. don't think we need to talk mm-hmm. about that too much. Because we've got some special characters coming up here. Uh, I've already talked about for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Olaf, Olaf the Barbarian, he gets access to, in addition to his existing suite of special rules that I won't go into... But he gets an aura of Slayer D three for infantry. For
1: infantry, coupled with the scold, Mm. Mm. pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, some nice synergies there.
2: Not bad. You can't have a couple extra attacks though. You can't have six hundred different special characters and stuff. And Sarah Kina, the Ice Queen, I think she is or was, so drops down ten points. Tweaks her Frozen Wind special rule now. So previously it was just like, if I move you back, you're frozen. Uh, mm. now it's I move you back you're frozen and I'm rolling to wound um, mm. I think that's going to see her a little bit more uh, now so she's not broken by any stretches of the imagination but gives her that offensive ability I think that she was lacking so on mm. Onya Sarah Keener any thoughts about that one Andrew?
0: do you reckon they're just going to add in damage to wind blast in 4th edition. Nah. It seems uh, there seems to be an awful lot of special characters starting to get that rule. Mm. I don't think it's a bad thing.
2: Yeah, I don't think so.
1: No, I think it's just a utility piece. Okay. Mm. A lot of damage, what's it?
2: That's it. Uh, yeah. Clarion. You're probably not surprised if you've never heard this character before, but still remains at the same points, which is 115 for everyone, uh, mm-hmm. but gains the following special rules. Mighty? Great change. Yeah. Tundra fighter special rule. Meh. And the Herald of the North, which, as you guessed, gives Frozen to any unit within nine inches. So effectively, you finish up and you go, yeah, that one there has now got Frozen.
1: You just pick a thing and it's Frozen.
2: Yeah. So I think a good change very much lacked. It was a very vanilla character, but I think with Mighty, it's now got a bit more of a role. uh, And the ability to just assign Frozen without shooting Mm. whatever... Uh, will give you a little bit more flexibility without offering too much to your opponent. Mm. So that's all the changes to the units and additions to the units. The only one last thing we've got is the Talonar Vanguard, which is the formation. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is two troops of half-elf berserkers and a Frostclaw Rider uh, regiment. So Effectively, the half-elf berserkers just get crushing strength one for 10 points, so both of those. And the Frostclaw Rider gets rally one for half elves only. And they increase their nerve uh, to 12.14 for 15 points for those guys. So obviously you'll add that all up and that will be the formation. It's bad. Very interesting that a dwarf is providing Rally 1 to elves.
1: It's not. It's the, the birds that are doing it. The raven, you reckon? <laughs> yeah. They can't even see the dwarf. The dwarf's on top. <laughs>
2: uh, but that that's it. That's the changes for the Northern Alliance. Uh, is that all? That's it.
1: Expecting a few more, but anyway... <laughs>
2: So I guess my final thoughts across all of it is I like the theme that they're going. It's very synergistic. The ice elementals, I think, are one that I'm not looking forward to. And I know that that Matt Kroger guy, he's sent a picture over and he had like a lot of ice elementals. So I sort of knew they were going to get some love.
1: Mm. (laughs) I thought they were reasonable to start off with, but now they're just back to annoying.
0: (laughs) The synergies seem fun. I think you'll you'll get frozen on plenty of units to be able to use it without trying too hard so mm. it'll, it'll feel good when you're everything's working together and these guys have got vicious and these guys are life leeching and i like it i like the the direction of it
1: can northern alliance players make sure you make some counters or something oh, or yeah. tokens oh, to yeah denote which units are supposed to be frozen, because that's going to be really annoying trying to visualise and remember what what has what, when.
2: Well, this was frozen, wasn't it? No, that one yeah. there wasn't. Was it? <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely something that somebody needs to be smashing out some frozen tokens for.
1: Maybe I'll design something, whack it up for whack people up. to download and print. Yeah, yep.
2: do it. Um, I really like the changes though, and if that's sort of what's going to I guess be of the future um, then mm-hmm. I think we've all got a lot of army tweaks that are coming through to just build in that little bit more flavor and fluff yeah
0: i was initially hesitant about how they were gonna get frozen which was largely delivered through shooting and have it Mm. be meaningful in combat i'm not sure i totally love how they've managed to do it but it's it's pretty good they might they might be able to refine it Mm. you know in clash of kings books going forward but it's uh the more i look at it the sort of easier it is to understand and know when you're going to be frozen and, and not and yeah. yeah it's like like we're saying it's cool synergy
1: all these changes can make it feel like a, a clash of kings update already and yeah. that's still to come
2: yeah ladies, it's still to come
1: yeah. exciting for the northy boys yeah for sure so, and ladies
2: the l- people uh <laughs> the one sort of thing that i would mention is it seems like it's broken when you read it all but we all know that when you're actually building your list you can't take it all so, yeah,
1: well, it's not well, broken. it's just yeah, there's a few things going on there, and yeah. some of them are just like, what, why am I paying three times as much for half?
2: yeah. Yeah, that's exactly gold right. so yeah. now, looking forward to seeing where these guys go next six months of battles um, are going to be fantastic when this sort of changes over from the old northern alliance into the now alliance
1: 55 points for very inspiring as well as an ordered march or anyway what else <laughs> have we got
2: <laughs> all right we'll probably throw it over to you andrew don't we have U.S. Masters was that a thing?
0: Apparently, apparently, some people overseas got pretty excited about it. They play this overseas. I, I know, I know, not as well as here, obviously, of course. <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> so, what's going on? I think we'll we'll just go through the the winning list. Um, there's probably plenty of commentary out there all about it, but w- we were busy at convicts, so mm. probably didn't follow it as closely as some others. But the winning list by Luke Fraser, 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 Fraser. <laughs> running trident realm of neretica so luke was running a full infantry regiment with helm of the drunken ram okay a regiment of placoderms a two hordes of gigas gigas okay. monstrous infantry two tidal swarm regiments two knuckers a coral giant a naiad centurion with some special rules that I'm not fully aware of because <laughs> uh, very few people I find play Trident Realms. Thule Aquamage with Icy Breath, Barkskin, again, mm. not my forte. <laughs> Depth Horror Eternal and the formation with the the hidden ones, which are- Yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, yeah. And in Inisha running Gnome Glass Shield. Oh, that's, a, that's a good item. Mm. So, I love this list, barring that I, I don't know much about Trident Realms, but- There's no spam. There's only two of anything. That sounds like like a
1: balanced list.
0: Yeah, nice balanced list. Everything's got its place and does its job. This is the sort of list that you... Should we say you don't expect to to win Masters? Sometimes. Uh, I I think from our perspective, this is the kind of list
1: that should win Masters. One that can take on everything. There's a bit of everything and has no glaring weaknesses it's not yeah. a spam list where you can hard counter it with something else true
2: or, or a skewed list like something mm. that's just got all cav or all infantry yeah. or all movement so uh, it must be said that i, I don't know luke at, at all um unsurprisingly <laughs> but the field of the u.s masters is absolutely fantastic and i'm pretty sure he's canadian and he won the u.s masters I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's right hmm. what's what's pnw that's the region no idea
0: they have a they have a cool, like regions tournament hmm. going on as well uh, at Masters, I think. But, oh, yeah, obviously, some a whole range of fantastic players that Luke's been able to beat with this list, so he's obviously played extremely well to, to pilot it. I'd just like
1: to go over that Centurion, which you didn't know, the things that it has on it. Please do. So it has the Trident of the Drowned Sea, as well as Boots of Levitation, which I think are key here. So the Trident of the Drowned Sea, basically, if whatever it damages, it becomes disordered. It's a ranged attack, like you got a ranged 3+. Uh, plus. And with boots of levitation to be able to move at the double and shoot, you're zipping about, or he will be zipping about, disordering units.
0: Yeah, that's clever.
1: That he didn't think would be disordered. I think that's pretty key there.
2: Yep. With the right target prioritisation. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Um. So confirmed, he is from Vancouver, uh, one of my favourite cities in the world, uh, up in Canada. So... A Canadian has won the US Masters. Sounds about right.
0: Perfect. <laughs>
2: so, um, yeah, super tough field, though. Uh, congratulations to Luke and obviously everyone else that placed as well. Jeffrey Schiltzgen, Jeff Radigan, and Nathan Clevenger and Sean Troy build, make up the top five. So, uh, massive congrats to all of those guys.
1: Yep. Congratulations. Yeah, well
2: done. But while they were over there playing like mediocre kings of war we were actually in melbourne australia with the world's best player
1: yes that was a tough field so what happened most recently was convict 2023 It was a 2150 point tournament over two days six games featuring many of the world's best players including one jeffrey trache and one andrew whitehead one of these things is not like the other <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. all three of us attended yeah
2: yeah So I was sort of assisting from a a TO perspective. So more so from a a balancing act inside. So made sure that all rules went into a a vote. So everything Mm -hmm. that you sort of see inside our packs that you can sort of see if you Google. So that all sort of went through and we had to all vote yes for it to go through. Obviously prettied up the pack. I've been doing that for the last two two years and just changing based on feedback, which is probably the, the biggest thing that I've. ...sort of brought into the, the TO perspective.
1: Hmm. Well, I think you did a good job. Thank you. How do you want to discuss this? Because I don't want to lament over my losses <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> All
2: right. I think we need to address this, though. First up, though, Benson, we had a bit of a chat on, on the last podcast... Mm-hmm. ...about Convict is your Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Something happens... At convict and you forget how to play mm-hmm. and your dice abandon you mm-hmm. and there's also this force around damo madigan that is is oppressive it is oppressive i'm not sure what it is uh, i was going to say some very inappropriate things that on a podcast so i won't say that but whenever you play damo you lose yep your dice go away yep and you had to play andrew goodman first up then yep. Damien madigan second up yep
1: and they were both using Night Stalkers, the new Night Stalkers, against my poor old standard 19 Diggy 2 Goblins, who have almost no chance against the new Terrors, which are bent against Goblins, hitting on sixes. Ugh. So, but yeah, and yeah. Demo had three of the bastards. Yeah. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. so, obviously, two losses first up, then you took on Scott Marshall who's relatively new on the Victorian scene, I would say. Mm-hmm. How'd that go?
1: Uh, we've played a little while ago. It was it was a tight game. I decided to sort of go easy on it because like, I lost the first two games. but well, bugger this. Let's just have a nice easy game on the last game of day one. I don't want to stress about it. And it was nice and close. I think the results show that as well. I can't remember
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a... Fourteen seven loss, Benson? So, yeah, so that was pretty close. Yeah, that sounds like a close game. Well, that was fun. Nice and chill. Yeah.
2: And then, I guess from there, we'll, we'll jump over to me. Why not? So I got Kingsley. Now, Kingsley is a dwarf player. He's relatively new, I would still say, to Kings of War. like I think about a year, two years playing. And why I love that I got him first round was because he was in my DMs. Talking up how he was destroying his local scene down in Geelong. Say good to those boys. And he had had like an 80% win rate. And I was like, oh, just wishing you all the best for uh, Convict 23, mate. Hope you keep that 80% going, blah, blah, blah. And then the first round, I'm like, well, now I've got to kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is a lot of pressure on your shoulders right now, Selig. <laughs> You have to walk the walk. I yep. did. I
2: had to walk the walk, and I was like giving him tips, and now like, damn it, what am I doing? <laughs> Undo. But uh, Kingsley was great uh, for a first round. It was a nice, relaxing game. We sort of talked through absolutely everything. He made a few big mistakes. You can't let uh, your big iron behemoth things. Uh, so he was running dwarves. I think he had Golok, and I managed to get a flank mm-hmm. with my Dragon Lord which obviously meant for a dead Golok and a few Mm. other things like that, just sort of cascaded through where he probably should have just stood still and let me force the issue onto him instead of coming at me. Mm. But uh, yeah, so managed to get the win there and then took on a previous master, Stephen Tuck. Mm -hmm. So Tucky was playing Order of the Green Lady, a a very similar army to what I was running, to be honest.
1: And what he was running last year as well just looking i think we commented in the previous cast
2: yeah that's it beautiful army though it was very yeah. distracting mm. but yeah managed manages to get the win over tucky and then took on brendan cousins which was actually a buy so uh the tournament organizer okay. we had it un- uneven right at the start of the tournament we're just like all right we will get uh, Jeff to take the first buy, then AG, then myself. Whatever's mm-hmm. happening, it doesn't matter. And so, yeah, I ended up uh, the first day with three wins effectively. So if you got the buy, you got the lowest win that you could possibly get. Mm-hmm. You were actually coming second nice.
0: after the end of... I was coming uh, second. Day one. Every- everyone
2: was messaging me once again going, oh, you're a little bit too close to the sun there, <laughs> Some lofty
0: heights there, mate. I was like, calm
2: down, guys. What's going on here? But uh, Andrew Whitehead, however, with his noble undead Not sure how noble they were
0: Jarvis I was playing the good guys I'm a good guy My first game was against Scott Yep Who, you know, Benson played third It was a good fun game He was playing non-shambling undead So despite the fact it was a mirror matchup it, It didn't feel like it at all And yeah, like, really fun game I think my chaff was slightly faster than all of his stuff, so meant I could get the charges. And mm. I was pretty confident most of the game, but there were just a few times where he, had tri- he was running triple Soul Reavers, and I know how good they are. And <laughs> wasn't, you know, I was probably confident 80% of the game, but there were a couple of times there where I was like, I could really die, just straight up die if my, <laughs> m- my stuff bounces here. Mm. Um, but I did end up, end up getting the win over Scott. Game two was against T.O. Jeff, not mm. Tracy Jeff, which was another good game. The absolute highlight of this game was a zombie regiment rear-charging a lord on Chimera to do a slightly above average. I think it did something like six wounds. was already slightly damaged, but rolled a nine, rolled a ten, took it off. <laughs> My uh, God. Apologising profusely for, for this luck because that also stole one of the... Uh, two point loot tokens, and yeah, let me nice. walk by turn six onto the second two point loot token. So, this zombie regiment has killed a Lord on Chimera, claimed four victory points, absolute MVP. Holy. I'm <laughs> lucky, Jeff. Yeah, we managed to get up that game as well, which was good. And if we're talking about lofty heights that uh, people dare not go, game three kill Jeffrey Trash.
2: Table one.
0: Table one as well, yeah.
2: We did go through Jeff's list, but he was running Dwarves as well, wasn't he? Yep,
0: yep. he was running Dwarves. And I tell you what, I I didn't really want to see him for kill. Dwarves, <laughs> I think, have a pretty... Defence fives and sixes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he, can, he, he can just sit there, take his shots, you know. Yeah. It means I got yeah. to come to him and he's got no incentive to move, so he can just be perfectly positioned. And of course, every time I looked at the maths of... Ooh, do you reckon I should take that charge? I was, I was unlikely to kill him and kill whatever I was charging and almost guaranteed to lose whatever went in. Mm. I was a bit bit stuck in kill. I had to hoof it forwards and, and did so. It, yeah, weird scenario. There was often times where I thought maybe I just should hide behind this forest and, and in fact, my zombie regiments just hid most of the game to avoid giving up any points. It, yeah. it felt They different. are worth a lot, though. <laughs> that,
2: that's the issue with kill right yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's not very interactive for a lot of it and i mm. heard this emulate a lot around round three around well it got to the point where i just went that way and he went that way
1: yep
0: so mm. that was yeah. It, yeah that being said uh i'm sure i would have lost to tracy on any other scenario so it's what it is <laughs> <It's> um <fine. laughs> i did i did end up going down uh maybe 16.5 or something like that so not a okay. uh mm-hmm. not a not a big loss, and I think that's important in tournaments. If you you want to do well, if you're going to lose, you you can't lose, lose small. big. Yeah,
1: yep. uh, that was one thing that I forgot to mention. We we're talking about the curse of convict. First game against AG, I uh, for- didn't deploy my entire army. I left a pretty important <laughs> character on on the. Uh- <laughs> on The board, so what did you forget? The the character is who's part of the formation who gives out the elite aura to my cavalry. Did you think about checking that? Yeah, nah, (laughs) 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 wasn't until halfway through the game. I think, hang on, I should be rolling more dice. Where's my guy? Oh, yeah, not there. Oh, no,
2: (laughs) so end of round three everyone's pretty knackered at this point we start getting into the 1970s prices beers at the bowls club Mm -hmm. and we popped across the road had some dinner Mm -hmm. and then popped back across the road a few of us played some poker i think tracy won that as well Mm. (laughs) seeing a pattern here uh and everyone else i think you guys actually had a a game as well
0: yeah something absolutely crazy happened benson was not tired he was pumped up and he says you want a game game four i needed a Win.
1: <laughs> Give it a crack. Nice, relaxing one. Yep. No, no pressure. Yep. Smash me and Andrew Whitehead across the table. <laughs> it's fine.
0: <laughs> and smash away, Benson. I was not throwing, but I was, I was relaxed. But you just trounced me. Yeah. Came in, flanked some whites. It was just... It was all over by about turn it's three. It crumbled pretty quickly. Yeah. Jeez. But it's all off the record and we have no proof of that. So. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right.
1: It
2: didn't happen. Uh, after that, yeah, we popped across the road, went to bed uh, after a few more beers, woke up fresh as a daisy, mm, had breakfast straight yeah. into round four where I got uh, Jeffrey Trash first
1: Your up. turn to get trashed.
2: This one here was probably the best I played against Trashy. Got to turn... Five and I thought that I was either a draw or I was going to win. Okay. Then he sort of came in and just one shot a couple of units with the, his remaining dwarves that were left, which was not much. Mm-hmm. And then he put a couple of wounds on my uh, big horde of, of infantry. Palace guard is it? no nah, not palace guard. The uh, sea guard. Okay. And he needed in turn six. He needed eights twice, and then he needed a turn seven. Mm-hmm. And would you believe he double six box cars it? And he's like, no, I've still got to re-roll it, though. And box cars again.
1: <laughs> Takes
2: him off, and he's like, guess I'll roll for seven Take his interview. Bang. Six. Seventh turn. And I'm just like, well, okay, there we go. Uh, so uh, then he moved on to the token uh, and managed just to get that uh, one-point win strategy. Uh, across there. But... Uh, Fantastic game, as always, with Tracy. And I got the smallest loss possible. So what's that? 14-6 or something. So Hmm. once again, going back to your theory, Andrew, win small. Finally, I took on... Who did I take on? No, AG. I took on next up. So with his Night Stalkers, he made a couple of small errors, actually, in this game. On turn two or so... He got uh, I got a rear charge on the planar apparition and then he just couldn't break through a lot of units. I just wasn't giving him charges. And in the end, uh, I tied him up next to a building and um, beat him. I think turn five, uh, he didn't have any units on. So just probably yeah. wasn't the right matchup for him on that table. There was a lot of terrain that sort of blocked him from swarming me, which works out very well with your palace guard, for example. So just munching away on... Uh, scarecrows
0: Mm. yeah nice which
2: i'm gonna stop there and i'll go to somebody else
1: all right let's let's rise of the submarine here so (laughs) (laughs) i was up against jeff to jeff and i think northern alliance had a hard time against my particular army i had the most drops in all of the tournament and jeff had one of the least i think 10 max Mm. and he had basically flying guys and cavalry and a couple of small things so with my hordes of spears like there's no good options to Charge into it. So it was a very cagey game. He was afraid to come forward. It wasn't until like turn, end of turn three, maybe four, before action started happening. Oh, wow, that's late. Yeah. And that's when things collapsed. He sort of bounced on one side, mm-hmm. bounced on another, double one somewhere in between. And then I just collapsed in on him and took him away. And this is the first time my bang sticks survived devastated. They devastated themselves. <laughs> and it won't be the last time this tournament. Love it. It's what happens when you get a flank and then you roll nine sixes? <laughs> yep. Not needed, but there you go. So I think, yeah, he, he had a hard time of it. And I'll just cut into game six, which yep. is it was a very similar situation, similar army, just a few different things. But again, I got the cavalry, I got the speed and the spears, and he didn't. This was against Brendan at game yep. six. And same sort of thing happened. I just sort of collapsed in on him. So those two games... I won quite big, Mm. Yeah, nice. making me feel a little better for the weekend.
2: Yes, that was uh, two out of the three for the
0: second day.
1: Mm. But then in the middle there against uh, Matthew Truella and his uh, Varangar, I'm going to say. Yeah, that was a toughie, because he's got the regiment, of the archers that can outshoot me, sort of funneling me between two buildings so you can't really wrap around them at all. Mm. They either walk forward and get shot or Stodium not <laughs> so, that, so that was that was a tough one but still didn't lose all that badly i was ma- able to pick up one of the loot tokens so it was two to one and mm-hmm. that's all i had so yeah, take nice. my my tokens and get out of there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Not a bad day too though.
0: Hmm. Yeah, better than the first one. So my game four? We were playing Fool's Gold. And this is that's a bluff token scenario. And I love bluff token scenarios. So yep, I don't okay. know what you guys think about them, but the best. I'm all about them. Yeah. So love seeing one of them in the pack. And mm. yeah, played Yan. And because you don't really know where where you're supposed to be until the end of turn three, Yan was playing Empire of Dust and being quite cagey i'd move forward and he'd move back to get as many turns of shooting as he could but in the end my tokens i'd, I'd put pretty much right on the center line so i was moving up and was in control of all of the tokens when they were, were flipped over and it gave me a bit more flexibility to get to where i needed to go he was the one who then had to make all the charges to actually get anything in range of of the the tokens that he was after hmm. he got a bit unlucky Uh, in a few places and I think there was maybe three or four key charges on turn four that when by no means a sure thing for him to get but uh, in the end I think he got none of them and so I actually managed to get up reasonably big against Yan which is probably a little unfair to to Yan in in how uh, the game game actually went yeah. yeah yeah This was his yariot, uh, yariot, chariot, uh, <laughs> the chariot part-time, <laughs> the chariot part-time <laughs> yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. They're not good. They're, <laughs> uh, they're not scary. I, I don't rate them. And I, I think by the end of the tournament, Yan yeah, didn't either. So, um, <laughs> nice, nice test, but yeah, maybe no good.
2: Okay. That was game one of day two.
0: Yep. Yep. Game two was against Rex's dwarves, a uh, whole bunch of, Shooting, uh, which I, I think I survived reasonably well. I had my I had sort of a flank that I had given up on, and their their whole job was to slow down his stronger flank. So hoping that because the dwarves were pretty slow, I could let him take that token on that side, but it couldn't really affect the the central token or the flank that I was stronger on, and the game pretty much went to plan rex had uh, rex had a couple of really neat moves Uh, square base nimble charged some zombies to almost steal the token from the my strong side and then on about turn five when we were it was a bit of a mexican standoff for the the token in the middle turn five he he comes in with a, a iron guard regiment which i charge don't quite kill but i'm thinking you know, I've got this for for next turn for t- my turn six. Yep. But he instead he multi-charges with Golok and that Iron Guard regiment. Drop drops the token under the Iron Guard regiment, but then. As he multi-charges, obviously they shift over. Golok comes in, picks it up. So I'm now looking at turn six. I've got to get through 17, 19, defense six Golok, who's not even wounded, to <laughs> to try and get this victory, which I was pretty confident of for the first five turns until I saw that. Luckily, had some Soul Reavers, a Cursed Pharaoh, and White Horde in in the right spot to take out Golok and and steal that token back what were you worried about then? benson
2: wouldn't you love so- <laughs> like soul reavers in the right spot i'd love anything
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> that's true look uh, yeah i i did end up uh, getting it but then you know this is i'm doing pretty well this this tournament I'm looking like I'm going to win this game. I uh, just got to hold this token. Before we roll for seven, I move my Soul Reavers back slightly. And, and then I do this. I, I still don't know why I did it. But I also move uh. my my Whites back. And as soon as you do it, you know that feeling of dread you get when you're like, Oh no, why have I just mm-hmm. done that? I can mm-hmm. clearly see now that that was the wrong move. Sort of like when you miss a step walking down the stairs. Oh uh, yeah. That sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your stomach just falls out. Yeah. So now it, could, it does go to turn seven. We've got that injured unit of Iron Guard and a, a Earth Elemental Horde who charge into the Cursed Pharaoh. If they take out the Cursed Pharaoh, obviously, individual, they get to overrun straight into these Soul Reavers. They're quite damaged, so they'll probably go down. You know, I could have protected them so easily, and I didn't. Luckily, the Cursed Pharaoh lives, That's and no my pretty dumb mistake uh, mm. is is forgiven by the Dice Gods, but I was just... Oh white knuckled for three. Yeah, got out of jail there. So sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's yeah.
2: it. So this was that was you on table two at that yep. stage. So you're yep. in the top four and it coming into to rounds, yeah, one loss so, against uh, the best player in the world.
0: Yeah, after after the end of round five, we have Jeffrey Trash in first position, we have me in third position, and wouldn't you know it, Selleck in second position.
2: That's right. So all I can think of was we've already played Tracy. Yep. So I'm gonna okay. have the most cruisy game against Andrew Whitehead. <laughs> <laughs> J- and
0: I when was, was it? I was thinking the exact same thing. Obviously so, against Matthew Selleck though. <laughs> I do actually have to have,
2: before we jump into this and we'll, we'll try and knock that off. I just have to say that Jeffrey Trash cheated uh, against Ooh. me. Disqualified. Okay. So I think it was the start of round two. Mm. He's moving one of his uh, little dwarf regiments there that was holding a token. Accidentally flips over to see that it's a zero and then oh. proceeds to move away from the token.
0: You're not holding a grudge are you? I'm not that's, holding a grudge but I'm just saying, I I, I,
2: I technically won that game, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Mantic surely Uh have a investigative division they know. do it's like csi <laughs> so, over there get, yeah get um, jeffrey's,
2: into jeffrey's that. house is getting like raided right now
1: mm. i've actually looked into this and it was concluded that no one cares no,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously all in jest uh, obviously he was moving it and it accidentally flipped over i'm pretty sure i pointed it out to him he's like oh shit, yeah <laughs> but yeah all in jest uh so yeah round six it's uh andrew whitehead versus me yep to see who comes second because jeff was like 600 points in front of us both
0: Undefeated at that point.
2: Yeah. And from memory, my first two turns of shooting, which is normally how I soften up my targets, failed miserably. Yep. Then with elves versus undead, it's very much tie something up, charge something, and kill it, pivot so that you can't be uh, surged into the flank. Mm -hmm. Mm. That would work if that worked. Uh, Unfortunately, in this (laughs) game, it didn't. (laughs) and the repercussions with elves obviously are pretty squishy so every time I made a bad move Andrew made the right move and just got into my flanks and pretty much took me off I think we wobbled it all the way to turn 6 and I think I only had one unit left on the table so he absolutely belted me uh, 21 to catapult him slingshots him up into second position and I fall below I guess Rex I think came in at third And Ken Ferris, the master uh, from 2022, uh, came in at fourth, and uh, then I slotted in at fifth. Still a very
0: respectable outcome for you.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. I was actually uh, pretty happy with that game, to be honest. I I didn't really care losing to you. so.
1: So maybe now in the introduction, I should announce Andrew before silly so. no come on mate i've done my time i've got to Don't pick time. up your game you've got to solidify your position buddy
0: <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what after five pretty tough games of kings of war you want to play against one of your good mates right like yeah it was just it was such a release probably the wrong word but you know it's just like we looked at each other and I was just like, yes, you, you know. know what you're in for. Exactly, exactly. We there's no there's nobody, no arguments here. It was it was such a great game, you know. Yeah, S- Selick would point out like, I think you can probably do something a bit better. And I'm like, uh, ah, yeah.
2: are, are you on
0: my team or? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I think great.
2: that's like it goes back to just how we play. Uh, yeah, Kings of War. Mm. It was sort of like. Man, you're recharging with this monstrous unit. You've already got 40 attacks hitting on fours, wounding on threes, uh, and they're already wounded. I would just charge this unit into this unit so that you're already getting that pinned down and doing wounds on that, and you will probably kill both. Yeah. And as it turned out, unfortunately, it did. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> I was like, oh, well. Yeah. But likewise, on the flip side, uh, it all wasn't one way. Andrew was also sitting there going, ah... Uh, Pretty sure you forgot 24 attacks over here in your shooting phase. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he <laughs> we were let me both do it. pretty tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he let yeah. me do it. Ironically, they didn't wound at all. So That's uh, a yeah. good
0: karma, maybe. Good karma. Yeah. Good karma. Good karma. Oh, I tell you what, I remember something about this game. This was the third time in this tournament that my soul reavers staying stone came into oh. play remember that
2: yeah I'm, I'm shooting the crap out of them they're on 12 wounds and i snake eyes or something no i must have rolled a three or Roll, rolls so, a
0: three and you know 15 17 that's great they're wavered oh no 16 17 for those guys this <laughs> this time round. and yeah the normally normally it doesn't do much for me but this tournament just came up Absolutely massive! Like I said, the third time, and every time it had been a pretty key role. I'd, nerve rolls on yep. Soul Reavers is always pretty critical. Yeah. yeah, I'm never, I'm never leaving home without the Staying Stone on Soul Reavers again. Mm-hmm. So good.
2: Yeah. Well, I actually tried something a little bit new, which your sort of story reminded me of mine. Hmm. Is I put Fury on my Palace Guard because I couldn't afford the plus one strength. Okay, and. That was the one thing that actually got me into a winning position with Jeff Trash. Uh, So he charged in with his battle driller on my flank. Then he charged in with uh, Golok in the front to a a wounded unit. And then he rolled very high. I think he rolled an 11 and got them wavered. Um, But because Mm. I was wavered, I got the fury, countercharged against the individual, killed that individual, went into another individual, killed that, overran... Got into the flank of his lord, killed that, and so I managed to take off. I, I don't know, like five five hundred or so points, uh, just in this dying effort from my palace guard before they got ruffled stomped.
1: Mm. But uh, nice.
2: no, it was it was good, good, so a good option to have, like a cheap option on the palace guard.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Just looking yeah. at the results, I'm finding it interesting that just on tournament points alone, having lost two thirds of my games, I still was one point under Luke Schaefer, who won four of his six games.
2: Mm. He lost That's a bit... big. He, he lost, lost 20, 20 ones, 21s in those last two games. That's how Ken it, got it, so it high.
1: goes to show, like, even though you could be losing a fair bit, you could still be in it as long as you're not losing by a lot. Yep. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah, because round five, uh, Luke Schaefer was up against Jeff Trash mm. on on one of the high tables there. Yep. So that was partially because Jeff had already played uh, myself and andrew and i think rex at that point no it, rex, rex i don't rex think avoided jeff yeah, yeah that
0: very very clever play from rex there to avoid mm, well Tracy <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in the end i guess uh jeff did take it out by a landslide there won all of his yep. six games uh with near perfect play once again uh with a relatively new army for jeff yeah. he did have a big thank you to benson for actually providing that army and basing mm-hmm. it up in a week, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yep. Oh, and it look, it looked great. <laughs> Lots yeah. of late nights. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look, looked quite good. That's fantastic. Um, and very clear to to everyone of what it actually was. So yeah, mm, yeah the top important. five: uh, Jeff, uh, Andrew over here, Rex, Ken Ferris with his elves, and then my elves. So two dwarves, two elves, and a noble undead making the top five. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: I'm so, stoked. Feels like a win for me. Uh, you know, like there's well, no it's because you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I came
1: second. Feels like a win. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: my only yeah, only loss she is. Bloody is... hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Tracey on kill. So pretty, pretty happy with that.
1: Oh, that's it. Well, yeah. Congrats to everyone.
0: Hmm. Can we talk about Night Stalkers? Oh, no. So, Night Stalkers <laughs> aren't unbeatable. Nine wins, one draw, eight losses. and Yeah, you don't play goblins. That's, that is that mm. is true.
2: Yeah, that was a, a bit of a surprise packet, wasn't it? Because we thought yeah. that Night Stalkers, with those players, mm. and it might be good to just touch on where they finished, Andrew.
0: I think they were something like 7, 8, 9. They're still high. 6, mm. 7, 8. This is without uh, soft scores, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, I think I'm looking at the one with soft oh, scores, but it probably didn't, doesn't yeah. t- make too much of a difference. Okay. So 6-7-8 with Damo went three wins, three losses. Matt Curtis, three wins, one draw, two losses. AG, three wins, three losses. So mm.
2: so I just wonder if the high defense, because they were only crushing one on those Terrors, if that just didn't work out. So when they were coming up against Dwarves on their way to the top, they yep. would hit Dwarves and then they would just get stuck then they'll get flanked, then they'll die. Yeah. I wonder if that was just the... And it's hard for us to sort of speculate, but I wonder if that was the case.
1: Yeah, Um, without actually seeing the games, it's hard to tell. I just know goblins suck against them. (laughs) (laughs) Goblins do everything, and you can't do anything about them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had one terror get into into one of my units, and it just tore it apart. yeah. Yeah. It was just devastating against it. Like 20 attacks, threes...
1: Yeah. Why does a unit that has Regen 4 and Ensnare have to have such high nerve? And it's like even the waiver is shorter. <laughs> It's delicious. It's got that
0: free staying stone that I'm now in love with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's aggravating. That's what it is. It's aggravating. I somehow dodged them. All six of my games. with Zero Night Stalkers.
2: Mm. Yeah, I only had AG who didn't take all of the terrors. He had the flying it's void. Just the one mm. Bit of a, a monster mesh. Which was not so bad because I can generally take one hit. I just can't take 20 attacks. So when I was getting a Void Lurker in the front, it was only 10, 10 mm. on 3s mm. with a Crush 2 or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah I, I got charged by those a fair bit and then managed to take them off, but mm. that's right.
0: right. I'm sure we'll be right. seeing plenty more Night Stalkers in, in the months ahead, though.
2: That's it. So, yeah. the, so only, what's next? The, the last thing that I sort of want to trap crap on, I don't know, we'll <laughs> have a chat about, uh, is just the Australian Masters 2023. Okay. Uh, yep. So why I'm bringing this up now is because Andrew, you're going to be uh, on the way up to the top. So, obviously, you won that tournament not too long ago. Uh, Yeah. I think you came fifth at our biggest tournament, CanCon.
0: No, no. I didn't play CanCon. I was busy getting married. Yeah, not this year. Uh, Yeah. You would have come fifth. Uh. (laughs) I think this is a classic case of counting the chickens before they've hatched. So, like, I still (laughs) need... I, I need one good result and... might be in contention
2: and then you'll be up there so it's a little bit different this year so historically we've had masters just be a one-day event and it's sort of i think 12 players this time it's going to be a little bit different it's going to be two days it's going to be in canberra five games it's going to be increased to 16 players and it's going to almost emulate what the americans are doing over there so more states or regions so it's america uses regions we're going to use states Uh, So it's going to be New South Wales, they get three players. Queensland get three players. ACT get three players. Victoria get three. And then the rest, so all the other states, uh, sort of make up the remaining top-ranked players. And then the previous master will always make up the 16th position. So it's going to be interesting to see who sort of gets up the top there. Obviously, Ken's already banked his spot. We've got a few auto qualifiers that have gone through, which obviously Tracy now has locked Mm -hmm. in. Uh, Tracy's got
0: two auto qualifiers. (laughs) 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 So uh,
2: yeah, Tracy's obviously in there and he will take up one of the New South Wales. So yeah, that's all happening and the invites are not that far away. So it's only like two and a half, I think, months away before invites start to go out. And yeah, it's going to be very exciting to see, A, who's going to win with this new model, who's going to get invites and who can make it to Canberra or I think it's going to be the 11th and 12th of November in 2023 at this stage. So invites coming out around the 15th of October. So yeah, if you are a gamer and you love the rankings and you really want to get into that Masters type tournament, uh, I'd be getting on the Kings of War Australia page and looking at tournaments that are coming up. So I know that there's two over in... New South Wales in the next couple of weeks. Uh, There's one in Melbourne next month as well. Mm -hmm. All of these, the more people that go, the more points you can get. And if you can sort of come in and win it, then you can get some pretty handy ranking points. Mm. To find out those rankings, please see kingsofwaraustralia.com.
1: Do you think we're gonna make a presence there to commentate like we did last year?
2: Well, I've put the offer out. So I've just had to see if they're going to have internet if they've yep. got internet, uh, I've offered Matt Kroger who's uh, looking after this event at this stage uh, and and obviously they've got a bit of a panel that's helping out um, yeah i'll I'll go up there drive up and take all of our gear and we'll set it all up and try and get a live stream if they've got internet and it's obviously feasible to do without sort of disrupting too much
1: mm. sounds good yeah, all right yeah. Andrew better attend that tournament and win it well, <laughs> chickens hatching, <et> cetera. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All uh, right, I think that's it.
1: Yep, sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us ramble on once more. I guess we'll speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Till
0: next time. See Thank you for tuning in with my team. Make sure you follow on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, indeed, more than a game. It's a lifestyle, yes, sir. Hope you realize that the math hammer doesn't work. <laughs> we give the people what they desire. Australian war game and podcast, direct misfire. You don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, we got plenty more. If you're ready, let's go. Stay tuned, that's for sure. Hey.
2: And Ben, some apologies for uh, all the clicking that I'm going to be doing right here. (laughs) Get yourself (laughs) a bloody silent mouse. (laughs) Two seconds.